This is episode number 67 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm your host this week, Sal DiVincenzo, joined by my fabulous colleague, Sarah Fade. Hello. And Nicole Rambo. Hello. And we are here to both educate and entertain you on all the wonderful things that we have to offer here at the Middle Country Public Library. Ladies, how are you this week? Good. Good. All right. Uh, we're going to jump right in because mm-hmm. that's what we do here at the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with Nicole. What is going on, Nicole? Sure. So I don't know if you're aware or not, but May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I know we're kind of towards the end now, but it's still always important to talk about this stuff no matter what time of year. But there's a couple of resources out there that um, talk about books, graphic novels, and movies that portray mental health issues uh, correctly, you know, in a positive mm-hmm. light or, you know, to get, um, start talking about it. So I have some teen, um, and children's recommendations. So from this one blog that I found the book pal blog, um, for kids, they recommend the book, how full is your bucket, which is also an adult book. This is the children's version of that book. What, um, ages is it geared towards? Um, it's a picture book, so it's oh, for it's younger. Yeah. It's good. for younger kids. Yeah. Um, the goldfish boy, um, is another one. I think this is for more like middle grade, mm-hmm. um, a corner of the universe. Again, that's um, middle grade. And then for teens, the memory of light project semicolon, your story isn't over. Mm-hmm. Um, and turtles all the way down by John Green, who's mm-hmm. pretty, um, a well-known YA author. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have all those books, the project semicolon, we have an ebook. So we have all those books if those are interested and, you know, I would suggest taking them out and looking at them yourself first. You know what I mean? Like if it's something that, especially mm-hmm. with the younger kids, you know, if it's something that you're going to want to like start a conversation, you know, yeah. with your child about, you know, take them out, look through them, see if it's something that you think it would be interesting. We also, um, Book Riot, of course. <laughs> can't stop talking about them. So how much is Book Riot paying you, Nicole? Uh, they're good. I don't know what to say. <laughs> he needs to make one of those buttons, I Book try. Riot. Book yes. Riot. <laughs> I try to have other ones, but they just keep popping up. <laughs> Every time I like type something in, it's like one of the first choices. Probably because like I click on it, so that's like part of the algorithm. It keeps bringing mm-hmm. it up. Oh, you know what I mean, right? He knows you're a fan. Isn't that how Google works? That's how yeah. a lot of things work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, the first one is Under the Moon: A Catwoman Tale. Um, that's by Lauren Miracle, mm. Isaac Goodhart, Jeremy Lawson, and Duran Bennett. And the author of this like blog that's recommending these books does say for this one specifically to look at it before giving it to your teen. This is for teens because mm-hmm. um, um, it deals with domestic violence, self-harm, depression, and suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the story of a young um, Selena Kyle. Catwoman. So that specifically says to look at it first doesn't mean that um, you know, it won't be for them, but just something because if they – you know, bring up some topics. You want to be prepared to know, sure. you know what they're talking about. Did you say this was a young Selena Kyle? Like, a, is that a, an actual person or is this a Isn't character? Isn't that Catwoman? I was going to say, yeah, is it yeah. Catwoman? Catwoman? Yeah, oh. it's called, yeah, it's Under the Moon, a Catwoman tale. Oh. Yeah, so it's a, it's a graphic novel. Yeah. It's oh, a that's young, fantastic. Right, it's a young Catwoman. What a great way to bring the subject forward mm-hmm. there like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so she does recommend, so, you know, I would say the same thing. So, you know, at the book before you offer them, or if you notice that they have it, you know, just take a look at it. Um, this one we don't have, but I think Sarah, maybe we should order it. Okay. <laughs> it's called un- another graphic novel for teens, Unstoppable Wasp by Jeremy Whitley hmm. and Kiru. 
Um, so that's about the wasp, which the movie Ant Man and the Wasp came out. So I think people oh. are familiar. Oh, the wasp. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. is that about the wasp? Yeah. <laughs> like, is this an acronym? I'm like, yeah. hmm. And um, it's about her yeah. first like manic episode, and she finds out that her dad had bipolar as well, and she uh, has it, and it's kind of about her dealing with that. So you know, about mental oh health issues. Yep. And then kiss number eight by Colleen F. Venable and Ellen T. Crenshaw. And this is about someone who's LGBTQIA+, so it goes into um, a lot of that stuff. So if you or, you know, somebody you know, a family member identifies or, you know, you just know people and you want to, like, read up on it, those are some good graphic novels, if you're into graphic novels, too. And then finally, we have some movies, because I think movies are another good way to... You know, get the conversation going. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Benny and June is one of them. That's from uh, Common Sense Media. Says it's for ages eleven up. Hmm. Yeah, we have an oldie. Yeah, yeah. Who, who is was that? Uh, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp? Yeah, yeah, it's from 1993. Um, it's rated PG. That's from 1993. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yep, and it's about um, caring for a mentally ill family member. Is kind of like you know what's going on in the story. Like one of the things that's going on, but it's a really it's like mental health. So. Um, and then another resource called The Mighty. It's a digital health community created to empower and connect people facing health challenges and disabilities. One of those um, topics is mental health. And so they list um, movies that, you know, get it right when it comes to mental health uh, disorders. Silver Linings Playbook, Frozen, Black Swan, Girl Interrupted, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Perks of Being a Wallflower, Donnie Darko, and Inside Out. What? Did you just say frozen? Yeah, she has like anxiety and depression. A lot of oh, people with okay. anxiety and depression like kind of recognize themselves in that character. And, oh, okay. Yeah, and the the woman who wrote it, like it's a husband wife too, husband right? Wife, yes. Yeah, she said that that's right, that they did put that in there specifically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I look at that. Something yeah. new, learning something new about a Disney movie. Yeah. Um, so for the ones that are like frozen and inside out are obviously like for kids. And then perks of being sorry, perks of being a wallflower um, would be is rated PG thirteen. Mm. That's for teens. Also a book. Mm. Um, the other ones are you know adult movies that you may want to watch. And if you think that you know it's something appropriate for your older teen, you might you know what I mean show it to them. But um, those are the ones that they recommend. No, Sarah, no comment. That's great. <laughs> So yeah, um, and then we have our, you know our parent collection of books. Mm. Um, so you know if there is something that you want to look into more as it relates to like children, your kid talking to your children, mm. you probably find a lot of good resources in our parent collection. And we also have our you know a family center here with a social worker. So if you know if you want more resources as you talk to someone more, um, their extension is two nine zero here, and you could set up a confidential appointment to sit down mm. with a social worker. And you're probably going to have to leave a message on two nine zero. Yes. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Nicole. You're welcome. Sarah. Yes. What are you talking about this week? Well, I'm sure, um, unless you live under a rock, you know that Game of Thrones has ended. What's that? What's Game of Thrones? Yep. And <laughs> Sal's address is 101 under the rock. Um, so uh, for those people who would like to binge watch it, maybe they don't have HBO or or whatever streaming service we have. Stealing their parents like I do. Yeah. <laughs> or that. Yeah. I do that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have all of the DVD and Blu-ray episode uh, seasons here in our collection. We have all of the books too because it is based on a series written by George R.R. R. Martin. Mm -hmm. um, so we have those books. And in case you didn't know, we have, um, there's an encyclopedia of uh, sort of the world of Fire and Ice, um, which is an interesting uh, book to take out if you want to really go into the backstories and the 
world building of it all. And um, George R. R. Martin also wrote graphic novels mm-hmm. about the Onion Knight. Yeah. You know? So you're both Game of Thrones fans. Yes, I watched it all. You watched it all. I was a fan until the very last episode. Okay. Cause, okay. Until. <laughs> so let me say I've never seen a second of it. I don't think you'd like it. But <laughs> yeah. why? <laughs> why don't you think? I think like for, uh, for every, honestly, every, like for the last two seasons would probably be okay. It kind of just is like actiony. It's not too like intense. I don't think. Is there mm-hmm. unnecessary nudity? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's the whole name of the, the whole, game for the first. Like, that's yeah. The whole, it was like a, a joke. Like SNL seasons, would make jokes yeah. about it. And how? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it evens out. I think they. They heard the feedback. Yeah, like and, okay, in the last couple of seasons, I think it's, it's did. you know kind of calmed down. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sarah, you did not like how it wrapped up. No. Okay. No. <laughs> and Nicole, what did you think? I thought it was fine. I don't know. I don't know how you end a show like that. Like it's so intense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what do you have to have like a whole final season? You know what I mean? Like one episode that's like actually I a feel season. Like I every like um, television series that's beloved and yeah. long, no one is ever no. happy with like you the can't. finale. Like nobody. You can't, you can't do it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that that's a given. Yeah. But I mean, I just don't like how they, how they treated Danny. I don't like, I'm not. Well, they, you know, I don't care if I spoil it. They should no. not. <laughs> what did you want to happen to her? You think she should have lived? N- no, it's not that. I just feel like they just, like, the last season, they just made her, like, this angry, yeah. vengeful woman mm-hmm. who, like, can't deal with being rejected. And it's like, she's very multidimensional, and I feel like... Mm. They were just like, oh, well, she got rejected, so she's going to just burn the earth down. (laughs) I think she would have gotten to that point anyway, but they hurried it. They did. She was saying, yeah. yeah. They just didn't do her justice. And I felt Mm. like it was sort of like, I don't know, it was very much a knock on the female persuasion, sort of like, really? Mm hmm. Like, you know, and John's so level-headed. <laughs> and the men are so level-headed. Well, they made John, uh, I thought John looked like an idiot at the end. Like, he looked like a dumb idiot who, like, <laughs> couldn't make any decision for himself. He looked like a real dumb-dumb. I felt, I felt bad for John, too. I don't think he was that stupid the whole time. I thought he looked dumb at that. Well, he was very loyal. To, like, he was always, like, yeah. bending the knee. And, but he yeah. was very much a soldier. Right, 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 and that's what like they sort of raised him up as. So whether he was a soldier for the Night Watch or so, he was just a, so he just followed, which is why I'm like, yeah. really, I'm like Tyrion, like you just made him turn like that, yeah. And I'm like, there's other ways. So a lot of folks on the internet, yeah, the interwebs, were saying that the reason why this season was so bad, hmm. quote unquote, bad is because there are no books for them to go back on, right? Mm. Because but he did never finish for several yeah. seasons now. It's cuz there's no women in the writers room. <laughs> that was a big thing that there aren't a lot of women that write on that show. Yeah. And a lot of the comments were about how the female characters kind of got short shifted, you know, at the end there. Well, they were well, it's very funny. It's very funny. I mean, there were very there were a lot of evil people in in this world. But the majority of them were women. <laughs> I just got to say, like, all well, that you have to go back were... to, to to Martin for writing that way because well, obviously s- they set it up that way, right? I I'm mean, not gonna. I have never heard. I like heard a snippet of him talk, and I couldn't take it, so I stopped watching it. <laughs> so I really don't know him mm. as an author. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna make any jokes saying, "Oh, that's him." Blah blah blah. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. But like, it, it is very. It is a little. 
I don't say the word sexist or anything like that, but but it is a, a very much like I mean you have Sansa right, but she went through the mill. She really was treated horribly, yeah, by all these men, and she wasn't like a great person either. Like she, you know, mm-hmm. like she survived. She's a survivor. So y- that's like it. That's all the good thing you can say about her is that she's tough. Well, she's smart. Yeah, I mean they're yeah. all smart except for John. Yeah, <laughs> you. So it's fair to say that this. <laughs> So it's fair to say that this last season, a lot of these characters did things and their story resolved in ways that did not quite make sense. They were rushed. I thought they were rushed. No, I think it made sense. Yeah. But I mean, it, but yeah, it has it was, to end. You have to end it. What are you yeah. going to do? You can't go on. These people got to live their lives. <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> they what spent happened, like the last 10 years of their life doing this. Yeah. I mean, go. of course they had to end it. And yeah. I think the producers and everything, they really wanted to go out with a bang and they mm-hmm. put too much emphasis on these scenes of war and mm-hmm, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the extra time that they spent, that they gave them was spent on, on these shoots that were like, yeah, okay, great, another battle, another 20-minute battle, another 30-minute battle. Yeah. And I don't think that people necessarily needed that. Yeah. So, you know, they... What would you rather, just is just a personal question for both of you, your opinions, what would you rather have? Would you rather have a story that you follow? Uh, this was, what, eight, 10 years? You said 10 years? Eight seasons over 10 yeah, years? Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah, because there was like a two-year break. Sure. Yeah. So what would you rather have? Something that you're invested in so long. Would you rather have a story wrap up or come to a conclusion that is basically fan service because of the fandom has built this up and they... They, the fans want a certain thing, or would you rather it be something maybe a little twisty or something more, dare I say, realistic? Because a lot of times these stories end with, quote unquote, and I'm not saying Game of Thrones particularly, but mm. just in general, with like the happy ending or the safe ending. Well, so what like, would you rather have? I feel like this was, personally, I felt like this was a little um, more realistic because I feel like Cersei got a very realistic death and people wanted her yeah. literally yeah. to be ripped apart. I think in the book she does have a more horrific ending in the book, no? I don't think they're up to that point yet, no? but I don't I don't know. Oh, okay. Cuz I think I only read up to book 4, but uh. but she just went out with like a little poop. Yeah. And I think people were really mad about that. Like people yeah. wanted her like they wanted to cheer at her demise <laughs> and they didn't get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's realistic. I mean, a lot of times people die and you're like, "Oh." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Horrible right, people born. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I guess it depends on the show. I don't know. This the show was so much. It was so much. Like, how do you end a show? It was pretty twisty though. Like, throughout this, yeah, series. it was a good. It was good. It was fine. <laughs> like I don't. I think if you really are so distraught over it, then I don't know. Maybe read another book. Find another hobby. Is like, it- I, like, I mean, I'm not like that. Is the word I'm going to be like? You know what? I am going to write my own ending, and I'm going to send it to HBO. No, that's that's you write yeah. write it yourself. Like, there's yeah. fanfic. It's huge. You know, yeah. like fanfic is like a huge thing. Yeah. And like, go no, on I'm, Wattpad and like write your own ending. I'm, I'm not that upset about it, and I'm like, you know, kudos. To the yeah. right? I know it's a big task. It's a big, yeah. but yeah, I feel like they just put their energies in like the wrong things, like yeah. the battle scenes and stuff like that, where they should have done more more development with the story, but that's my opinion. And I want to just wheel brand right off the cliff. I, uh, <sighs> Give me a break. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to work now. 
Like, yeah, okay. Oh. I thought he was going to do that when Tyrion was talking. I'm going to Vorg to find the dragon. Yeah, I thought. I, I I'm like, do it. He's going to go to the other room. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. 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 I know. And like one episode, Bran's like, I don't want anymore. And then they're like, you want to be king? And he's like, okay. But yeah, so yeah, no, he, he yeah, he said he didn't want it. But then yeah. there he is. Yeah, there's a whole other podcast. <laughs> so there's a lot of folks out there who are a little concerned because the the two showrunners for Games of Thrones for mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, David Benioff mm-hmm. and DB Weiss, mm-hmm. are now going to be writing the next three Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a whole new story. Just so you know, it's a whole new story. The next so three. Gonna, the next three. What arc is that in the Star Wars? A whole new story. Whole new story. story. Yes, okay. we don't know about it. it originally, it was supposed to be uh, Ryan Johnson, but you know how well that went last time yeah, with yeah, the yeah. Last Jedi. So there's a lot of folks out there who are seeing what happened with Game of Thrones, and now are very concerned about which direction Star Wars is going to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, not having, area. not having a, uh, you know, a guide from uh you know there's no guide it's going to be a completely new story but within the star wars universe i mean there's so many um star wars books so hopefully they'll find an arc within like you know we have a lot of star wars books here yeah. in our yeah. family so maybe if they maybe they do their research and they read up about the, maybe that's uh, like their thing they take maybe a they'll look. do something with the clone wars yeah that's yeah. my thing i don't know We'll see. Well, mm. Like I said, it was everyone loved it up until the last season. So that's seven solid seasons they had. That's you know, true. You know, and in the last season, you just can't please everybody. You know, you can't do it. There was over a million names. Apparently, you can't please anybody. A, yeah, there's a, over a million <laughs> names on a change.org petition to well, redo. Like I said, maybe maybe there's other stuff out there that might interest you, and you should maybe look into into that. Sure. If that you're is signing yeah. your name on a petition. <laughs> <laughs> if this was a video podcast, you would see Nicole's head <laughs> wagging like an <laughs> attitude. Okay. Very good. Yep. So um, I thought we'd uh, finish the show today by talking about the summer. Mm-hmm. Because uh, this weekend we kick off the unofficial, well, the official summer season. Yes. It's not quite summer yet. We you have, can wear white now, people. You can wear white. Um <laughs> But I thought I'd just ask each of you uh, mm-hmm. what one thing or uh, one, one or I two things or one things you're looking <laughs> forward to this summer. Okay. So, Nicole, why don't you go? Okay. So, for movies, I'm looking forward to Spider-Man. Uh, nice. Yeah. No. I don't remember the rest of it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Far From Home. Far Spider-Man. From Home. That's it had it. home in it. Though. Yeah, it had home in it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that and mm. the movie The Farewell. Oh, what's that one about? It's with Aquafina. Did you see um, Crazy Rich Asians? You know, oh, is like, this about the grandmother in yeah. China? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's about like a family who goes to see their grandmother in China who's dying of cancer, but they don't tell the grandma. And the main character, the girl, is like, we have to tell her. Like, how can you not tell her? And like kind of the cultural differences between like mm-hmm. the, how they view death and what death means and how like people in the mm-hmm. West view death. And like, yeah, so it looked really interesting, uh, sweet and like funny. So I'm excited for that. I think it'd be good. And then for TV... Luther is coming back for like a four oh, wow. episode. I'm so excited for that. And uh, Ruth Wilson will be in it, looks like. Yeah, she's no, it's going to be so good. Mm-hmm. She has to be in it. She's Well, yeah, she really, like, she made it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's going to be good. Um, so Luther, Handmaid's Tale is coming back. Um, and the show Younger, which I love. Oh, wow. Yes. Those are, that is what I'm looking forward to this summer. Great. Very nice. Sarah? 
well, the movie that I'm looking forward to is mm-hmm. Men in Black International. Mm-hmm. That's going to be good. That has Tessa Thompson, uh, who played... Um, Valkyrie. Valkyrie, thank you. And Chris Hemsworth, both from the I was going to say, yeah. So at first I was very skeptical about that because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, it's like Thor, but it's Men in Black. How are they going to... But it looks very funny. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it. And I'm glad, you know, they changed it up, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, just so you know, this is the fourth uh, movie in the franchise. Yeah. We have all three Men in Blacks here at the library. And there's also a J video game, Men in Black. Oh. Oh, cool. So, cool. yeah, for those people who want to do that also. Oh, the first Men in Black was, like, iconic. I watch that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So good. So, yeah, so I am I'm, I'm, I think that'll be just a fun a fun night. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know how you guys know that I'm a big Madonna fan, right? Yes. So she came out with an album called Madam X. Yes. Okay. So, uh, and the tracks are good. They're poppy. It's like right in her wheelhouse. It's nothing new or anything like okay. that. Um, but she's going on tour. She's doing a residency, supposedly. Oh my God, such a pain in the butt. Madonna, if you are listening to this, <laughs> I'm- Oh, ver- she's listening to yes, this. Yes, yeah. Madonna, I'm, I'm talking to you, girl. Very upset with how you did the tickets because this is how she did the tickets. Are you ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. You, I don't know how they knew- because you guys didn't get this email, but I got this email saying, oh, Madonna's on tour. Because the algorithms. Uh, well, I'm also like, I must have, I, I'm a fan, so I probably signed yeah. up for yeah. news on her website. Anyway, <laughs> so I got this little email saying, sign up now to get tickets. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I got my credit card out. I'm like, yes, I'm going to get tickets. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get Seats. Okay, first of all, the good seats are like three thousand dollars. No. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, so no, I'm gonna get to where seats. where? Like to say the venue? It is a opera house. In the city? In Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh. So it's smaller venue. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. I did not look at a view from my seat, but um right. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well whatever. You're gonna be in the room with Madonna. So this right. is this is what, what Madonna and LiveNation.com decided to do. Mm. So you sign up. They send you a little ticket code. Mm-hmm. You punch in your ticket code from your phone, right? And then you get to pick the dates of the concerts that you might want to go to. Oh. Then you pick the seats you want to go to. Mm-hmm. So you pick all the ranges, right? Mm-hmm. So I picked three sets, right? Obviously okay. not the creme de la creme <laughs> okay. of the sets, right? Okay. And then you put in your credit card information. No, they take that up Wait, front? No. Then they're like, okay, so um, you think you got tickets, but you did not. So we will see, I don't know how they do this, um, if we can fit you in to the seats that you want. And then if we do, in five days, we'll tell you if you got seats. And then they say your credit card can be charged from the two cheapest seats that you picked mm-hmm. to the two most expensive seats. And they say, and then they're like, if you get these tickets, we will then charge your credit card. So make sure you have the funds or whatever. <laughs> so then I waited anxiously for five days thinking I'm going to finally see Madonna. And I'm sorry, I'm yelling because I'm very excited about this. <laughs> I'm sorry. So then, and then I got, you know, saying, nope, you did not get tickets. Oh no. That's horrible. But then they're like, oh, more tickets got released. So cross your little fingers for me. All right, I hope you get to see Madonna. But I'm not going to, because I'm sure all the scalpers got the tickets. Yeah. But that's isn't that crazy? That's a terrible system. Well, did they say yeah. why? Is it, is it, it to cut down on scalpers? I'm assuming it's to cut down on scalpers. But to be honest with you, I don't know how. I've, ne- I've never, I mean, I'm not a big concert goer, but that's wild. It's, isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's, that's a little ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's that, like, you know, like U2 has their way of dealing with things. And mm-hmm. I just, I've never. 
Yeah, but you you know, this uh, is look, just weird you two, to me. You two, and then yeah, you two is a little know. frustrating because they say, okay, you can only get two tickets, like for. But you know if you card. have them. But you know if you have them to to just basically say, you know, here, give us your credit card. If we find something, we'll charge you. Wow. Yeah. Is that yeah. crazy? Yeah. That's, so. Yeah. So, um, Madonna, I know, like. So no. you're looking forward to dreaming of seeing Madonna oh in Brooklyn this, this summer? Yeah, I might have to wait till she releases her her just concert hang on out video. by the venue. You can hear her, maybe. Yeah, no, that's okay. I'll just. Yeah. But no, the walls I mean, are really thin. <laughs> I can hear. Yeah, so I, I'm still excited. I still think it's you know it'll probably be a good concert, but I won't be going. <laughs> and that's the only venue in New York. Yes. Girl. Really? Uh huh. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. But she's there for two or three weeks. Like, like, oh, like a little. And then she goes to like Philadelphia for like a month or whatever. But uh, I don't. Are you, gonna go, you can go to Philadelphia to see her. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like mentally like exhausted from this roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll tell you in the next two podcasts when oh, I get tickets. Yeah. Back, yeah, we'd like to know. <laughs> yeah. I've just, but I've just never experienced buying tickets. That way just, is just yeah, strange. Right. Yeah. I hope that's not the future of ticket buying. Yeah. You know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. I've never. When I got my One Direction tickets, it was a lot easier. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's probably easier to get BTS tickets. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Madonna. Like yeah. Madonna, you know. Cool. Well, yeah. So on. I'm excited for those. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Sal? I am um, looking forward to uh, this weekend. Sting is releasing a new album. With Shaggy? No, this oh. is just Sting. It's called My Songs. He is re-recording some of his uh, most popular music. Cool, oh. which is very interesting. With He's never re-recorded things before. Mm-hmm. So with the police or with no, just with just thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so that comes out this weekend, which I'm excited about. Nice. So it kind of like starts the summer off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, I'm looking forward to the three million Disney movies that are coming out <laughs> this summer. Are you excited about the live action movies as much as you like the cartoons? Okay, so in order of excitement, yeah. I am more excited about Lion King than I am about Aladdin. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, I follow Disney on Instagram Mm. and I feel like they've really been pushing the movie. Mm. And you know, when you push a movie, you market a movie, Aladdin, Aladdin. Uh. you know, when you market a movie and it's like just typical marketing, you're like, okay, they're really excited about Mm -hmm. it. And then, you know, when you get, it gets to a certain point where you're like, why are they pushing it so hard? (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Is there something that I should know? Maybe it's not as good, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying. Well, I'm looking more forward to Lion I like the music. Look, I love the music in Aladdin, but I really love the music in Lion King. So there is a real, the, I wish I had more information on it, but there is a documentary that I was walking in and out of as my husband was watching it about the song in The Lion King, the one where it's like, a wee more, a wee more. Oh, yeah. That oh, one, yeah. how that like stole that from um, these people in like South Africa and like it's a really actually very sad story. Yeah. 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 yeah, They like stole this music. We'll find that and we'll put that in the show notes because that's an interesting story. I've heard that too. Yeah. 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 But that was done by a 50s like doo-wop group, right? Well, originally it was done by like a South African like band, like group and the words aren't right. They, they changed the words. No, And then, and then that group from the 50s took that. I think so. Yeah. Cause it was like in the thirties, the original. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's kind of it was interesting. But yeah, yeah, put that in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. so I will. Yeah. And Toy so, Story, Toy Story Four. Story, right. yeah. Um, Ken Reeves is a voice in the uh, Toy Story Four. Really? Yeah. Oh, does he oh, play the um this this the, the, the Canadian, motorcycle the yeah, yeah, yeah. stunt driver that I just yeah. saw that uh, the trailer today? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So wait, the Lion King, the live one. Do the yes. animals talk? Yes. And their mouths move. Their mouths move. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, a la uh. 
Jungle Book. Did you see the Jungle Book, the new Jungle Book with John Favreau directed? Yes. So pretty much that. Really, technically, it's still an animated movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but it's, you know, realistic mm-hmm. looking animals. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So. And what other live action Disney movie are they doing? Well, there's Aladdin. Right. Yeah, so which is yeah. kind of weird they kicked yeah. off with that because I think Robin Williams did such a great job with the genie that yeah. hard to top. I know. Yeah, but I like you know, Will I think Smith, I, I was just gonna say yeah. I like Will Smith. I think he'll, he's gonna do something nice with it. Uh, this year, I don't he's think good. there's any other. I know Mulan is coming. Oh, good. Um, so that's coming soon. So we'll see. Yes, you'll 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 have to let us know what you think. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, nice. so okay. good stuff coming this summer. And the weather's getting warmer, and yeah, it's going to be nice, out. and hopefully mm-hmm. it'll stop raining, and we'll be good. Yeah. So, so uh, speaking of show notes, mm-hmm. visit our website, mcplibrary.org forward slash podcasts to read all our show notes, mm-hmm. see our older episodes. Or if you want to email us, email us at podcast at mcplibrary.org. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the Game of Thrones ending? Let us know. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Let us know. We'd like to see. Which and, series and, or anything. Yes. Or Cocaine and, Bowl. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. and if you like the show or if you have some constructive criticism, we do appreciate you reviewing us on the various services, mm-hmm. especially iTunes. So uh, mm-hmm. so visit our, our site, mcplpodcast.com, mm-hmm. uh, which is our Podbean site. And you can, uh, you can follow us there, and you can also uh, chat with us right from our website, right nice. from that page. Oh. So thank you for listening. For Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo, and we'll see you on the next show. Bye.